0: of Jeremiah chapter number five. Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now and know, and seek in the broad places thereof if ye can find a man If there be any that executeth judgment That seeketh the truth And I will pardon it And see In the places thereof If ye can find a man Our thought. Today, will you be the man? Dear one, this question is directed to each of us. It's not just something to talk about, but I'm trusting. And I was hoping that maybe our young converts, especially our young men, would sit on the front today. But I'm not going to request it if you don't feel disposed to do so. Because this could well be a crisis for each of you. So you pray. Will you be the man? In every era down through the annals of time, men of a certain caliber have been of the rarest sort. Isn't it grievous that God in the midst of his own people would have to put forth a diligence such to find somebody of the caliber that he can use in a definite way? This bothers me greatly. And the condition that we find here has been Characteristic of each succeeding age. Even today, when there is a, a special task that pertains directly to the kingdom, it's necessary to find someone that actually and truly qualifies. Now you might find thousands of volunteers, but as this passage indicates, it's not just some individual say I'll do it. But it is someone who is in real position spiritually. Someone who is upright to the extent. Someone who has stayed before God and has gotten the wherewithal that he might properly do it or accomplish it. You know, in every phase of life, people are taking challenges. Be the man of the year to accomplish things that would make him more prestigious. Or that might put his name on the front pages of the paper. People are spending themselves for personal acclaim and honor and grandisement. But isn't it sad that we have such a dearth of people who will rise up and take this challenge to be the man that God can use in a way that he wishes to? You want this message today? Now, I... Uh, don't feel that special emphasis is necessary. I think it should commend itself to you. I feel it's real, 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 real critical. And I want you to hear it. I want each one to give you undivided attention and open your hearts if you've never done it before. Do you know, dear one, ah, uh, there's an attitude among religions that is almost extinct there is a kind of man needed in this time to pull this thing out and to make this glory shine in its full glow again brother preached a message some time ago by whom shall Jacob arise who is it we thought maybe that one would be the person and they flunked we thought that this aspirant would develop into the one we thought that this individual who seemed to be so filled with fire would certainly be the one But dear one, I don't know if anything that grieves me most. There are times when, and this, I don't know, I I don't know how I'm going to do this hereafter. There are times when there are drastic needs and and I get called. And uh, the question that I'm confronted with is, who will be the man? Sometimes you might get volunteers and they just do what they want to do. But I'm talking about the man. See, dear one, let me tell you this. See, my awareness is perhaps what troubles me. See, the the predicament that this religious world finds itself in today there are only a certain caliber of people that's capable of perpetuating it. I want you to understand this. See, if you can sense this, it might afford a greater challenge to you. If I can awaken you to the plight that we're facing, the job that's to be done, and the time we have in which to do it, and only the caliber of person who's capable of doing it. See, you can't just grab a set of books and a little satchel and strike out and do what's necessary for the survival of the church and for the upbuilding of the kingdom today. Now, you pray with me. Will you please pray with the children? This thing is on me. Uh... I want my wife to read an excerpt from a book Uh, doubtless if you've heard anything about the reformers and the outstanding religious uh, figures of uh, bygone days D.L. Moody will almost always surface because he is a claim that perhaps the most uh, prolific uh, productive uh, Evangelists since the time of the apostles. I mean real genuine conversions. I don't mean just somebody making a, call this and making a decision or somebody walking forth. I mean people really getting saved and lives are changed. And, uh, I heard about this individual and I, uh, began to search to know perhaps what's behind, what was behind Did God just randomly decide to use this individual to this extent? Or what was the underlying factor? What's behind the success that he had? And by studying his life, his conversion, and the things that appertain thereunto, I found the answer. And it's written in just uh, two short excerpts from a book in regards to his Life in his ministry And my wife will read it for you If you please Stand please Because I want this to be Received with clarity the, uh, Referring to Dwight L. Moody The great evangelist of yesteryear The keynote of what Of his ministry, of his ministry. Listen this one experience listen in every instance biblically or otherwise there was a crisis that was responsible for the aftermath of the life of those who had any great success even Paul himself do you notice that crisis on the Damascus road he made constant reference to that I don't know how many times he referred to that one incident why? because that was the incident behind all that he did if you are anything or shall ever be anything, there will be a particular instance that was your crisis or your turning point. And those who have not reached that point, I'm trusting God that today will be your time. I think we'll put things on the back burner long enough. Read. The keynote of his ministry. In the experience that he had listen that was a statement made that was a statement made you have heard me make it before in reference to this instance what What was that statement that statement was this it remains to be seen what God can do do. if he can find a man God looking for a man will you be the man if he can find a man my God, this challenge, I, I can't sweep this challenge under the rug. God knows I can't. I will not, I promise, I will not sweep this challenge under the rug. And I'm not doing it. Now you might do as you've done heretofore. There might be a, a momentary exhilaration and going back as you were doing because we've read this before and there are those who have stood it. I'm going to do it if I have to fast every other day. We've had all kinds of statements made here. but the But the perpetuation of those vows, The fulfillment of those promises, the enactment of those statements has been our problem and perhaps ever shall be. Read. It remains to be seen what God can do. Now, if you have messed around since you are in it, since you are supposedly giving your life to it, why wouldn't you want to be the man? Why would you just hang around for the bread and loaves? Why would you just hang around and try to somehow to escape hell, or just be a part of people who live better than the world? Because church is a nice place to go and to be a part of. God help us. Why wouldn't you want to be the man? There's a reason. The reason is I feel that I can enjoy a little bit of the flesh and be saved, so I just be nominal. I won't get fanatical about it. I won't get carried away with it. This man, this was the turning point of perhaps the greatest evangelist in the time of the days of the apostles. And this statement was made in his hearing. And how did it go? It remained to be seen what God could do. If he could just find a man, I'm looking for a man search the streets of Jerusalem and see if you can find a man if God can just find if God through some means somehow can turn up an individual just a man go on my God who would just unreservedly give himself to him exclusively I mean just give himself to God not God plus but give himself to God alone not God in trying to gain status in this life not God and trying to expand your financial coffers. Not God and position. This might be this kind of consecration might be too much for you, but then you'll never to anything for God. Come on with it. Dear one, let me tell you this: many, you listen to me, many have struggled with this challenge down through the years. I've seen young men who were destined to follow in this path but somehow the enemy seems to almost always employ diversionary tactics and just throw them off either their interest shifts in something else they have a a little success in in this uh, they seem to have uh, some prospects of a a political uh, or educational future or something and the ministry and the salvation of souls becomes secondary. And nobody will have any degree of success if things of the kingdom become secondary. Amen! Brother, I mean, uh, now whether you are able to calculate it or not. Now, nobody, nobody claims, no one claimed to be putting God and the kingdom secondary, second place, but they won't analyze. They're afraid to have an honest analysis of it. Now, the Bible seek first the kingdom. Who's doing that? The kingdom first and everything when something arises. I'll be there if I don't have to be a church. I'll do this if the kingdom is first laid by. This statement was made in the hearing of Dwight L. Moody. says, it is yet to be seen What? remain to be seen it remain to be seen what God can do if 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 you if you if you if you we're not talking about no hypothesis here we are talking about people if you there are those of you who have the capabilities within you if you would meet this challenge it remain to be seen what God can do with you be male or female, only young. My God, why won't some, hey, listen, if there was some other offer given, some other uh, aspirant, some of you would step out this morning and take it. I Some of you could probably be a United States Senator. If you would follow a certain guidelines, some of you would step out this morning. You would go to the political school perhaps. And maybe serve as a lobby boy at the White House or whatever you had to do to climb up that ladder to be a senator. Are you a senator? or the president of the company or some little organization that might give you prestige and honor? Here's some organization that might put your name on the front page. Some of you would take that challenge. And, and maybe some of you are trying even. God help us upon us. Brother I'm not going to be bewitched here I know too much about the word of God I know too much about history I've seen so few if any Who have actually taken this challenge for faith value And even all of my expressing And I don't agree how explicit I am There are those this morning Will walk out and leave this challenge unmet I'll guarantee you if one individual here this morning would actually take this challenge in full, you could almost revolutionize this city and perhaps the world. Moody did it. Listen, uh, listen here. Here's the situation. I've told you here before. Moody was not an eloquent man. He was not a highly educated man. Uh, his homolytics and all this kind of stuff, he did not, he didn't summonize well. Maybe the parts of the sermon and all this kind of stuff. and All of this uh, uh, technical uh, aspect of sermonizing. He didn't have that. He didn't go down in history as that. There were some that did but not Moody. All that Moody had to support him. All that he had to account for that was responsible for his great success was the fact that he accepted this challenge right here. I could understand if Moody had been one who could sway our uh, multitudes with his eloquence. Or who could philosophize and perhaps have you uh, swooning. But he was not that kind of individual. He was just a man with such a dedication as indicated here that the power of God could work through him unrestricted. There was no word, no attitude, nothing in him that restricted the full 100% working of the power of God. So it was just as Christ himself. Lord, have mercy upon us. So hiding behind the fact, well, Lord, you know, I'm not educated. I'm not eloquent. I don't have uh, a persuasive kind of delivery. You don't have to have that. That is not the source and will not be the source of your spiritual success. If you are to accomplish and, amen, and revolutionize this world for Christ, uh, that will not be the reason behind it. The reason would be this. Read. It remains to be seen. My God, all of the preachers, you know what God can do. You're looking through the streets of Jerusalem. If he can just find somebody. If he can, through his diligent search, turn up just Somebody. If he can get somebody to be awakened to the situation and accept the challenge. If he can find just somebody who will abandon life, give up life as we preach it. In fact, in fact, he found a few in the apostles who gave it up for a while. And the Bible says they turned the world upside down. But this kind of life is so rare if not almost extinct that you have no examples and people will just not go that far with God they'll go far enough to try to get some security so they won't go to hell that's about it and that grieves the very heart of God that people are so reserved when it comes to serving God I told you the one even in the in the athletic world years ago uh the boxer Julius who's acclaimed as the greatest ever lived and I studied uh what made him like that. His habits, his training habits was a such that when he would go in camp, he would not or even allow his wife to come. His wife divorced him about four times because he would estrange himself from his wife. He said, I will not do anything that will affect my conditioning. Nothing that will sap up any of my strength. I'm going to save all of my strength to accomplish this championship and to go down on record as being the best champion ever lived. And he had a wife with a beauty queen but during the time that he was training, no, you cannot come. I'm sorry, you cannot come. And she said, well, i divorce you. And she did it about four different times and remarried him. And it didn't make him any difference. He was so best even to be the man. He was so best time to be the man that he finally became that he would, would divorce himself from the very most uh, uh, ecstatic thing in life. Best to be the man for a carnal crown. Just to wear the crown and the belt. And he wore it. I'll be the man. I don't know about something I said if you condition like this, if you get yourself in this kind of condition, and if you give yourself to it diligently, you will be the man. And you set out to be it, and he was. Dl Moody. When this individual came in that shoe store, he had a he was time for lucrative. He was overwhelming. He was a businessman. I mean, he was selling shoes and he was going up the financial ladder. He was known for his astuteness in salesmanship. But when this individual came in, he was he, would church, he was doing church work already but he wasn't a man. He was coming to church like you are and involving himself in activity and had little groups going here and little groups going there. He was uh, up to his neck in church work but he wasn't a man. See, it's more than your little involvement and your little refraining from a few major evils that'll make you the man. And I'm going to tell you something, children. You listen to this. You're not going to fit in this last operation unless you're the man. You're going to have to have this attitude. I don't mean you got to be no preacher. But listen, our Sankey, his singer was effective as he was. I, in fact, they, they don't know who won more souls. Sankey or Moody. The man's consecration was as such. he was a man when he sang those hymns, it would convict people and people would get saved as much from his preaching. You had to be a preacher. You don't have no ordination. ordination does not make you the man. you'll learn that too. Come on, read that, that again, please. It remains, it remains to be seen what God can do. God can do. Yes, if he didn't just find somebody who can see this thing in, in his right perspective no. can get away from this picture that's portrayed by nominal false religion of our days. There's no ambition in this direction within false religion if this atmosphere is not conducive to this kind of commitment to God. You have no real examples of of personal abandonment for the most part. So if you're going to be the man, you just got to break out and just dive in on your own. You just got to be an individualist. that's all there is to it. And if you're waiting for somebody to give you an incentive, you might never get it. You're not likely to ever get it. Brother, if I can produce through my ministry, through my counsel a man, a one or two individuals, I feel that my work will have been well done. It will have been worth all my efforts because I know a man of this caliber would be productive just as those in days past and gone. Read. If if you can find a man who will without reservation, I don't mean no little tokenism stuff. I don't mean just going to church and stop doing a few major evils, stop smoking, stop drinking, stop running women. No, we're talking about something far beyond that. Something more than this little formalism that we are so accustomed to. Come on with it. It remains to be, seen. and listen, he said, he, wait a minute. He said, you mean tell me you haven't seen it here before? You mean to tell me there's something that can be accomplished? that we don't even see if somebody would just really and truly give up to God in a real way not theoretically but in a real way read what God can do do. if he can find a a lady if he can find a girl if he can find a boy he didn't say to go and develop your talent for 15 years just give up here they go to a seminary uh, or some outstanding institution uh, of higher learning or uh, 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 go to a music school and so you can chirp like a bird but they give up. Read. My God. Why is it that people clamoring for everything else around the church clamoring for this, clamoring for this, clamber, how come I can't do this but not for God, not to give up to God. My God. Why is this attitude more frequently manifest? You wouldn't have in the church problem if everybody had this kind of attitude, brother. Everybody would be seeking God with such intensity that there would be no problem. You wouldn't find no splits and division if everybody had this attitude. Brother, if a man set out to do this, he'd find more opposition in the ranks of religion than anywhere else. Because the devil is so anti this. The devil knows this, this kind of person is produced. that is going to bring his kingdom to desolation. Read if he can find a man. Completely surrender, completely surrender to God. Come on. said, Wait a minute. Do I, that, what? He 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 didn't just go to church and hear a sermon. That was a good sermon. He said wait a minute. I think this is a challenge. I'm not going to sweep this under the rug. I'm going to deal with it. I am going to do it. I'll be the man. I won't be the man. I'm not gonna go and do a lot of talk and all this kind of stuff. And, and tomorrow I'm back where I was. I'm gonna think this thing through. I'm not gonna. I, I don't feel that I can uh, throw this challenge in the wastebasket and be the same anymore. And you won't. You won't be the same either. If you don't accept the challenge when God brings it your way, whatever you do after that won't even matter. I'm telling you that today. You can you can take your little bag and your little books and your little Bible and just maybe go back in your room and try to read them for your own benefit, because you're not gonna be used of God. And I'm telling you this. There's a certain attitude you're going to have to be used of God in this day. There's a certain quest you're going to have. I'm telling you this. And there's no need of you fooling yourself, dear one. A person without this quest, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And if this is that quest, it's clearly manifest. You don't have to question it. You know when they're like this. You, don't, you can see where that interest lies. You can see where that focus is. I mean in a time when the kingdom of God is almost desolate. Almost nobody to stand for Christ in a real way, and yet nobody willing to accept the challenge. My God, it's a sad situation now. Uh, this secular spirit—I mean, everybody trying to uh, uh, compete others, get a get. A, uh, can you can you imagine a time when the church is almost over and they're trying to uh, see how much finance they can amass and what they can do, how they can feather that nest for the future? Can you imagine that, children? Uh, hi, do you know we almost have nothing but hirelings anymore don't you know if you can find a man of this caliber you better cherish him God help us God help us here Read. Thought about that? right now wait a minute wait a minute now you say it is yet to be seen what could be done if God could find a man that would give himself without reservation that's why many of you never get anywhere. You won't go that far with God. All that you're accustomed to is this little church entity. This little beliefism stuff. Which amounts to nothing. But this kind of consecration, this kind of, of abandoning ourselves to God, people don't even know what it's all about. Because that's why you find everything imaginable in these church circles that they watch. They don't have the right attitude. They're not after God. They are after all of the flesh they can have and still be a Christian. That's the attitude of this church world, this church age. Read Moody. What? Dwight L. Moody thought about that statement, Moody about that statement and, fervently murmured. and fervently murmured. I thought it over. I am fully aware of what's involved. I realize that I'm no more my own at all. I realize my future is of no consequence now. What I eat, what I drink, where I go is it, it, not even this anymore. I thought it over. I sense what I'm doing. I'm fully aware of what's pending uh, on my decision and I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be the man. I'm not going to step out, praise our God, and get my foot in the water and the water a little cold I'm trying to run back to the bank. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get out there and amen and have a few hard knocks, praise our God, and abandon the whole idea and talk religion after that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be the man. This lucrative business, amen, this, amen, I have a, an opportunity here to be above my peers because of my of my my business astuteness. But I'm, I'm I'm through. I'm through with this world. With food and rain, will I be content after this? And I'm gone. I'm gone, and I'm not coming back. Read. I'll be the man. I'll be the man. My God, and some of you this morning. I'll be the man. I'll be the woman. I want to know what God can do with me. I want to know. I'm curious. I don't want to get any eternity and look back and see what I could have been had I given myself to God. I want to know. I want to know what God can do with me. I don't have much to offer, but I want to know what God can do with what I have. I want to know the ultimate. I want to know the ultimate. Many of you don't even know your spiritual capabilities. You will not release yourself to God and let God do what He can can do with you. That's why so many people backsliding and lost. they don't want to stand on the periphery and try to be youth of God and think they can make up the consecration by testimony. Do a lot of way out spiritual talk. That means nothing. I've found where nobody accomplished anything through talk, irrespective of how eloquent they were. Not of any spiritual value. Read. Go on. Meant that were completely surrendered. Let me tell you this, children. The reason why we've had so many ups and downs is because we are only willing to go so far with God. In the world, people will go as far as they have to go to get a desired result. If they want something in the world, they'll go as far as they have to go. People go to Germany and study. They go to, to France and study at a certain university. Where they are after something in particular. And they will go as far as they have to go. And to get certain kind of exotic thrills, they'll go as far as they have to go. They'll try anything to bring a desired result. Some people want to reduce, praise our God, and, and, and use all their little books and things, you can't do it, they get to get the doctor to cut them open, get them to fat out. They want to get, they want to get down. And they'll do anything. Cut me open, again. take it out with a knife. Read. What God can do. If he can, if he can find a man. You tried everything else. The devil found you and made and used you. The devil doesn't have that problem. He doesn't have to talk to his demons and say, it's yet to be determined what I could do to this world if I could find a man who would just give himself to debauchery and shekinery and to playboyism and to dope peddling and to pornography producing. He got all he wanted. He don't have to worry about that. He got people that do sit up sit all night and all day give themselves and get skinny and poor and miss their meals to be that. The devil has no dirt. But God, isn't it pitiful? Isn't it sad? That God got to go to such extent To try to find somebody that he can use Who'll abandon this world Might God help us Young men trying to get girlfriends And young ladies trying to get husbands Come all overseas Go all over the ocean Yeah they do it One just did not long ago There was an eligible individual And they jump up and come across the ocean Went back without him My God, but how far will they go to get a real baptism of God? How far will they go to get a real anointing from God? How far will they go to get an anointing, my God, that can move this dark world and revolutionize the church? Read. It remained to be seen. God, help us! Been around the church for 20 years and still remain to be seen what God can do with you? Come on with it. Find a man! completely surrender. Go on. Dwight L. Dwight L. Moody thought about, he pondered it. He pondered it. Now, I have this, look at this business, and that's what I've been after here. I have a, I have a bright future here, and I'm doing religious work already. But that's not it, Dwight, you got to go beyond that. You got to go beyond just being religious and being nice and, and you're religious organization, amen, and doing a little better than, uh, the other groups, Read. He thought about the statement a while. Fervently murmured, "I, I'm going to be that man. I'm going to be that man. If if it takes the last drop of blood that I possess. If it takes fasting every other day. If it takes a kind of discipline that I don't even know about. I'm going to be that man." I'm gonna be that man. Sometime maybe in the city of Detroit, or a guy wanna be the kingpin, he might have everybody killed that is a threat to him. To be that man. Have a hitman to knock off those who are, who, who might oppose him. Who might be a threat to his operation. Just to be the man. Just to be the man. How my God help us out. All that God done for us. Enlighten our minds. Send us this truth. And still, who can be a man that will, that will, uh, perpetuate it at the period of his life at the expense of his livelihood. Who's willing to do it? Who willing to do it? No, we want to go around and shout and jump high and talk about spirituality without doing it. But you're not going to get anywhere. You won't get anywhere. You're not going to get off of first base. Come on with it. Okay, Read it emphatically. Dwight really thought about it. While, he thought about it a while and fervently murmured. I'm going to be the man. If I could get someone with the same intensity, with the same realization to say that this morning, I'll guarantee you you'll see something that you've not seen here before. And a few, and a few, I'll guarantee you, brother, uh, they talk a lot about this church now, but you, they'll, they'll really talk about it if you get a few people to sell out the God right. Brother, well, I'll tell you something. It'll be on the front page maybe of the New York Times. And the London Daily News in fact we've already been on the London station because of this gospel but that was just an abbreviation of what could be done if you be the man or the woman or the woman thank God let, let this girl not in the deep amen I quit surfacing you don't know whether you can swim or not you're not out in deep enough water when I was young we used to call what's called mud crawling I be at that kicking and going around in the water and my hand on the bottom. I wasn't doing nothing. Come on with it. If what God can do, Come on. If can find a man, will... Why won't we accept that challenge? We would accept every other challenge and at the appeal of our lives. Why not accept that challenge? Does it mean enough to you? Does it mean as much of you as you say it does? God means everything to me. What well, if it means all that? Why are you having such difficulty getting you to be the man? If you're you're truthful In what you are claiming Why is it that he's finding such difficulty Getting you to be the man Well you don't know how to be the man I'm telling you now it's, It's not complex In fact the scripture tells you how to be it The one that I just read initially Read Come on with it Finish that finish that Go on with it Go on with it He thought about it and fervently murmured, "I'm going to be the man. I'm I'm, making this, I'm going to be the man. Come hell or high water, I'm going to be the man. Come opposition, thick and fast, I'm going to be the man. I'm not going to shift my focus. There'll be no turning around. It might bring me low. My lifestyle might be changed altogether." I might never be able to enjoy what I've enjoyed here before, but I'm going to be the man. I counted the cost. I put it all on the line. I'm going to be the man. I've been a salesman another year. I've accomplished other feats that I've set out to do. Now I'm going to be the man. Now God has opened my eyes and shown me what I can be and I'm going to be it. In fact, if I don't be it now, then whatever else I do don't matter. I believe that. I believe that God brings us to a crisis God show you how to be this man God makes it clear to you and if you back up at that point whatever you do don't matter I believe that I believe that if God show you how you can be more productive how you can really be what you claim to be and what he's calling for and you for whatever reason backs up because of the hardship might be involved because of the venture faith read finish, finish that I'll be that man Go on. He preached, in every large city in he preached in every large now listen, listen, listen. If you would decide to be that man then God will make it possible for you to be it. God opened doors for this man all over the world. He preached in Westminster Abbey all over London. I mean the, the most renowned churches in the world not because of his eloquence but because he was a man he had a message that the world needed to hear and God opened the door you don't have to worry about open doors you don't have to worry about provisions. if you are the man God will arrange it if you are the woman God will arrange it not because of your talent not because of your acumen but because of your consecration because you're the man or the woman that should be your objective If you have any other objective than that, then all that you're doing is null and void. Read the rest of that little passage. Go on. Four campaigns in England. Missions, slums, on schedule, every phase of society. Go on. Well-appointed churches. Well-filled auditoriums. Why? Because he was a man and God sent the people out. God perpetuated his program. He was a man. If you're the church, then don't you worry. God will send people out. I don't care what other people say. God will promote this gospel and can't nobody do a thing about it. If you're the church, they'll have to come to be saved because God ain't working with Babylon. God ain't working with false religions. If they want to be right, they'll have to come where the gospel being preached. You just be the church. You just be the man. Don't, let God give the increase. God will take care of that. We ain't got to get out on the corner. We ain't got to sell no dinner. We ain't got to have no cantatas and, and, and no, uh, uh, uh what do you call them? Before you the, the little singing fest and all this stuff they have? Extravaganza and what else? And all this kind of, we don't have to have that. Thank God you preach the word of God. And anybody that's honest and sincere, God has send them. God has sent them. The rest, give me the rest of it please. And in, that very last campaign, in the very last revival campaign, Unable to finish. Last before his death. Listen, the results, the results of his preaching showed that he was a man. My God, I was just looking at all even, even in the, I was just looking before I began preaching, even in the encyclopedia, Dwight L. Moody. Dwight L. Moody, because of the impact he made on this country and around the world, because he was a man, he accepted that challenge. I tell you, brother, you're going out in history, too, in, in Heaven's Hall of Fame. But now, if you're satisfied just being a man, then God will let you go with that. If, if if you're satisfied with just being that. But if you insist, I'm going to be the man, then, of course, you can have that. You have an option this morning. We didn't even hardly how to get into the message at all. In Judges chapter 7, verse 2. Read quickly, please. We've got to move on here. And the Lord said unto Gideon The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands Lest Israel vunt themselves against me saying Mine own hand hath saved me Verse number 6 And the number of them that lapped putting their hand to their mouth Were three hundred men But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped will I save you. And deliver the Midianites into thine hand. And let all the other people go every man unto his place. They're not qualified. They're not the men. You had three thousand, but only three hundred. You had thirty two thousand in fact. But only three hundred were the men. This is a particular battle. Now here, let me give you the counterpart. This, we are now engaged And may God open our eyes today in the battle of Armageddon. The battle of the ages. The one that's gonna decide the outcome of this whole thing. There won't be nothing to follow this. Thank God we're in the battle. Right against wrong. You have the message. You know the truth. But just sitting back there, I got truth, that won't do that won't do the job. It makes it infinitely worse to have all of this what you were talking about and feel won't be the man. Won't be the man who's in a position by God to perpetuate it in a right fashion, in an effective way. In Revelation chapter 16 verse 12, it shows you about this last battle that this had reference to the sixth angel Uh, The ministry of the sixth seal Poured out his vial Upon the great river Euphrates The water thereof was dried up The way of the kings of the east Might what? Be prepared I saw three unclean spirits Like frogs Come out of the mouth of the dragon Listen These are false religions Catholicism, paganism and Protestantism All, none of them are God none of them are God's church none of them represent God's church and we need to understand that go to the church of your choice you not go to heaven when Christ comes back he comes back, come back after his church not the church of your choice and that's why we're preaching so hard this morning so we can make a proper distinction here go on go on they are the spirit of devils work in miracles go forth unto the kings of the earth the whole world my God can you see what's happening the devil is amalgamating all of these false forces including false religion against the church of God that's why the church of God has so much problem People, false religion got another spirit They're against the church of God just as much as the world is because we cramped their style we crosses that little program. We exposes that little false religiosity, and that brings a fight. We're in a mortal conflict with every phase of society, and may God help us. And and and, and our ministers have got time to mess around and play titly week. Pastors gonna pass them out, and their primary objective is money making, and the battle being lost everywhere. And God can't find nobody going to rise up and stand in the gap? God, have mercy upon us. Help us, Lord. I'm not going to be able to finish this message. God, have mercy upon us. I've been dealing with the dead last night, and this day, I'm telling you the truth. I feel, I, if God were just a wicked, if God will arouse some of us as D.L. Moody was aroused, you try everything else. You want to be the man of the hour, the man of the year, but why not be the man for God and give up life that God might use you to the full extent? Why is it that death is so hard to die? Why is it that we insist to be used of God in our own little way? Well, you, that's why you're not used of God. I'll be the man. I'll be the woman. I'll be. The boy. I'm going to be that. That's that's it. I I see today that unless I'm that, I, I'm, whatever else I do, don't even matter. I see that today. I see that today. I give up my ambition today. I give up my world of seeking today because the cause of God is at stake here. You remember David? You talk about it and preach about it and, and testify about it and everything else. Say, Wait a minute. God's cause is at stake here. And let the king know I know what's involved I know my life is at stake I put my life in my own hand But I'm going to be the man I'll be the man They needed, They needed, They had plenty of men But they didn't have the man Oh they, by God help us here We got plenty of preachers We got plenty of church people We got plenty of singers We got plenty of choir leaders But we don't have but, but the man is this year. You can get summons all over the country Anybody preach your sermon But the man You got little churches all over the country, but the church. Everybody want to hold on to life and then try to be real religious. That's Babylonian thinking. And what we're preaching this morning is so far-fetched that some people can't even perceive it. This kind of consecration. This kind of abandonment for God. And you'll talk yourself out of it just like you've done before. That's that's too bad. That shows the extent of our reprobation who will be the man I could have I got about another hour or two I could preach on this but I don't feel to because I can't get it out of me maybe in another setting but may God have mercy I feel if you haven't got the challenge yet whatever else I say wouldn't make any difference and listen You don't have to be nobody with a lot of seniority. You can get, you can get, maybe you just got saved last week, you can be the man. See, God, there's nobody have preferential uh, treatment in God's church. If you be the man, you'll be the man. Maybe you don't know as much about it as some people. Maybe there are a lot of things you don't know, but you don't have to know all that to be the man. Maybe you're not as versed as some of the individuals, but that's not the criterion for being the man. Is there, is there someone here today? You don't have no life anyway. If you speak to save your life, you're going to lose it anyway. You're not doing anything anyway, so you may well be it and get some glory from God and do something for the kingdom and have something to your account when Jesus comes. You may well. You're not going to do anything anyway, but just drive up and be around here and going through some formal, formal services from Sunday to Sunday. If you're satisfied with that, you have that's, you have an option. If that's all you're concerned about, if that satisfies you, then it's up to you. If anybody want to accept this challenge today? I'm going to be the man I'm going to be the individual if I fall dead today because I don't have no life anyway maybe you didn't understand it but now you do maybe you didn't see it but now you do how do you think it's going to register with God you've given yourself to succeed to such an extent in other areas but you will not give yourself to really succeed and be the man for God or the woman or whatever the case might be gonna let you stand and we got a prayer room we have an altar if you want to be that you're not gonna make it otherwise because the attitude is not proper there's a, there's a spiritual ambition that you must have to make it today you've tried your own things and you've done nothing but made one blunder after another you've gone over you've talked about it you've preached about it you've testified about it and you've got nowhere now God is laying it in your lap this morning will you be the man the prayer room's open and the altar's open. Shall we stand? I mean in a real fashion. I mean in a real way. My God, and I pray until I can be the man. Amen. Will you be the man? Will you be the woman? My God, help us out here. We're going to sink ourselves in a, in a deeper dish by just coming to church every Sunday. My God, and, and we're going to get we're gonna be getting further away from God. And don't let your decision be predicated on nobody else. If, listen, there never was a, uh, a host of people make this kind of decision. There never has been a whole slew of people willing to go this far with God. So don't worry about that. Let people go on and pursue their own course. They're not going nowhere anyway. So don't even worry about that. Don't worry about what others do. Well, I'm afraid what well, you preach this morning, I've seen those have been around there a long time, and they're not telling what they're not getting anywhere either. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And you don't have to be no select company. You don't have to be uh, no uh, no inner circle or, or nothing. We we don't play politics around here. If you want to be the man, if you want to be the man, you can be it for God. That's why Paul was so mightily used of God. I wanted to preach about this this morning, but I didn't get to it. His attitude, Paul's general attitude. When Paul got saved, do you know he didn't he didn't even go and converse with the other apostles the Bible say, went on down. I'm gonna be the man. I don't want no outside influence. Now I appreciate and I respect the other apostle, but I want to be the man. Oh, I'm a great apostle. No, that ain't satisfied me. I want to be the man. And my God, and you stand find that attitude expressed over in Philippians three. That I might know him. I want to know him. I want to know him in, in, a, in, a, in another way. Just I know the Lord. No, I'm not talking about that. Thinking I want to be the man. The man. The man. Everybody, are gonna spend all your life just trying, just doing, beating in the water, and never getting nowhere, and never knowing what you could have been, never knowing what you could have been. One of the one of the most tormenting things uh, that you'll face will be your hindsight when you look back and see what you could have been, when God showed you how you could have been the man, how you could have been the woman, and what you are indeed. We've got a lot of time to make up. Now God at this point I'd be willing to abandon myself if God blessed me and had mercy on me. Lord, I'll be the man from here on. Maybe I can in some way make up for whatever time I've lost. I'll be the man. I'll be the man. My God, you'll hear that all through the night. I'll be the man. Will you be the man? Will you be the man? That's what Christ is pleading and begging and asking today. Will you be the man? Will you be the woman? Will you be the one who will go that far with God? You're not here by coincidence this morning. You're not here by coincidence this morning. My God, how jealous must God be when those who are aspiring to go up the political ladder and the ladder of prestige and the ladder of honor and and this worldly uh, acclaim, my God, and will not be the man for God. My God have mercy upon us. I'm telling God, if I, Lord, the few years I got left, I want to be the man. I don't care if I have to, if I have to get on the evangelistic field tomorrow, I don't make me no different. I just go and go, whatever, from time to time, whatever I got to do. I mean, give me a trailer, whatever. I mean that to be the man. That's all I'm concerned about now. I want to be the man. If I be the man, if I must be the man here, because somebody's going to be able to be a Noah and it can be you. God's going to have to have somebody because the Bible says it's going to be the same as it was in those days so it's going to take the same kind of individual with the same kind of consecration. Moody got back in that place and consecrated before God and prayed until he was sure that I have settled it. I mean, this ain't no sporadic thing. This is nothing that I'm excited about but I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be him. I'm going to be him. I will not accept nothing less than that. I will not accept anything less. If you want to come to the altar, it's going to come to the prayer room. Lord take and use me. That's all that I can do. What's the name of that song? We have something like that. I give myself to you, Lord. I give my this, this is it. If you if there's anything you can do with the Lord from this point on, what little I have left, thank God you can have it. You can have it. My God is some of these young people. Who know what God's gonna do with some of these young people? If they really make the decision right, my God, I'm gonna be the man. That's it I'm gonna be the man, and I don't care what. I'm going to be it. I'm going to be it. My God, you might see something here, children. This day might go down in history. God might select the man out of this group that they are, some men. They're going to revolutionize this world. Amen. All right. God, forget your friends and forget what they're doing. Let them have their folly and that games and all that kind of mess. You be the man, son. That's what Paul told him. If you flee all that mess. And let these other young people be the other people cut up and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to be the man. Yes sir, fit son, here. Come on, let me say what you got to say, let me see. So, here we go right here. Y'all might not understand what I'm about to do. I know what I have to do to be a man, and I'm willing to be him. You might take him lightly. You might take him lightly. You might take him lightly.